Good afternoon and welcome back to another episode of Scholars in Dollars. Um, you have the M this week instead of the H. Last week you um, had Jaren Harrison on and this week um, she is on tour um, sharing her uh, wealth of knowledge and this week I am going to share some information with you guys for Scholars in Dollars. So just want to talk about my week the last couple of weeks since you haven't heard from me online. Um, I've been on tour uh, with our summer scholarship boot camp and we are coming to an end finally because the sister is tired um, and then I have to jump in and start my regular job um, as a high school counselor um, on the first week of August. Um, but just to share a little bit with you guys before we get started today, um, just some of the things I'm learning from um, our students that we have been working with. And so we've been doing in-person and we've been doing virtual workshops um, since June, since we got, since I got out of school, um, we heavily um, visited a lot of um, college campuses and high schools during the month of July. Um, and we contracted with a number of programs like Gear Up and Trio um, during the month of June. Um, but learned a lot um, this this week, last week. Um, some of these tips that I definitely want to share with you guys for the parents and listeners um, that are joining us today. Um, when your children, parents, start school again in the fall, there was a couple of tasks. Um, that I gave those students, um, and so I'm sure some of your students are the same. Make sure that your student finds out how their scholarship information or summer opportunities um, is advertised at their school. Because they are being advertised, um, I actually had to show a couple of students where to locate uh, their information this week and last week. So the information is out there. Um, I'll use examples of what we do at our school um, we have Google Classrooms. Some people use Schoology. Um, we have a, a website. We have our um, announcement board. We have Remind. Um, we use social media and our website um, as well. So, again, start doing that research now because a lot of those students were confused when I shared that information with them during my introduction um, for the boot camp. So again, you want to um, start preparing early um, for that process. I always tell my students, especially my new students, my freshmen that are about, about to start high school, make sure you introduce yourself, if you can, to your school counselor. Um, if you know you plan to um, attend college or you're interested in summer programs, start communicating um, with your counselor or your scholarship coordinator or the individual that's in charge um, um, to share that information with you. Um, another thing that I strongly suggest to students, um, especially those students who um, have a desire to be um, those well-rounded students, um, start looking at those clubs and organizations. And I'm going to share some more with that. Um, a lot of these freshman orientation um, programs that are being offered, a lot of those clubs and organizations at those schools in those communities, they are probably going to share um, some information um, with students during that time. That's a perfect opportunity, parents, for um, your students to um, come in and put their name on that list and potentially join some of those organizations. Um, there may be some sports um, that will allow you to um, sign up um, during that time as well. I'm sure a lot of those ath athletic um, programs are pushing for students to do their physicals and 
all of those great things right now. So again, don't wait until the first day of school um, to take care of that information or to look for that information. Be proactive and start now. Um, some people are starting school in a couple of weeks. Some people still have about a month, depending on where you're located um, in the U.S. Um, but again, do your due diligence now, um, you guys, before school starts. Um, I'm going to share a little bit more of some of the things that I also learned um, with our um, students is that uh, a lot of the parents, I feel like they may have forced <laughs> their children to attend our boot camps. So I always tell um, parents, make sure that you're having a conversation uh, with your children, um, especially if they've already expressed a desire to go to college. Um, it's a little bit different if they are continuing to tell you, you know, they're not interested in college. You know, you may want to look at um, alternatives for them, maybe a two-year school or a trade school or the military or um, get them, you know, involved with some, some opportunities that will help um, increase their knowledge or explore their or career exploration exploration as well but if they have expressed a desire to go to college uh, again and and you know you can't afford to pay for it I can't afford to pay for it I'm having that conversation very early um, with my other three children and um, so I am making sure that they are aware of those opportunities that are out there um, but parents, you know, when you send them, sometimes they're engaged in our boot camps. Most of them are, um, especially when we start talking about um, those scholarships that don't care about ACT, SAT scores. That really seems to intrigue them. Um, we talked about the Taco Bell uh, Live My Scholarship um, a lot during the past few weeks. Um, if you're between the ages of 16 to 26. Um, so that means 16, but those students who plan to graduate and go directly into school um, in the year 2023, um, you can apply for the Taco Bell um, scholarship also for current college students. This year, Taco Bell gave $8 million in scholarships to students across the country. Um, so multiple $25,000 scholarships um, that were awarded to students. We actually had two students um, that were awarded that scholarship um, from our post um, in our um, program on Facebook and on Instagram and where we share that information in our boot camps as well. So it will open again in November. Um, Live My Scholarship says all they want you to do is submit a 30-second to two-minute video, you guys, um, on what you're passionate about. Um, so, again, for those TikTokers that are out there that are always doing those videos, this is an easy one that you can definitely get paid for. Um, so, again, just wanted to share that um, information. I'll be sharing other scholarships before we end this episode today. But I just wanted to introduce... Um, a guest um, that I brought with me today. I thought it was a great idea since I was flying solo without Jaren today. I thought I would bring in my mini me uh, with me today. So again, if you follow us on social media, on Facebook, on Instagram, I have um, been posting the journey um, of one of my four children. Um, and that is my um, rising 12th grader. I have to get used to that, you guys. Um, she will be graduating um, this year, and she's probably more excited than I am about that. Oh, she's nodding yes. <laughs> uh, and then I also, we turned his mic off, but I do have my 10-year-old here um, today. That's two of my four children. He says hello, but we muted him, um, so he won't uh, say anything while we're having this conversation today. Um, but I decided to bring um, Jordan on because as we are coming to um, the end of 
her summer and my summer. I thought I would go back and reflect on what she's been doing during the summer. I've been sharing a lot of that information on social media with um, parents and students only because I want I do it um, not to brag or to just, you know, showcase what we're doing, but to, to educate um, parents and students across the country um, of those opportunities that may be possible in your state, in your city, um, in your town um, for your children to take advantage of, um, especially in middle and high school. Um, there are a number of programs that will allow students, a lot of them for free. You guys, you don't have to pay $1,000 or $5,000 for um, your students to participate in those programs. If you can, that's great. Um, that's excellent. Um, not everyone has the uh, luxury or the affordability to send their children to those type of camps, but there are just as many camps that, you know, may charge a $20 fee or a $50 fee, but a lot of those or, um, opportunities are free um, for students. So again, you want to start doing your research early. We started planning um, in the beginning of her junior year, um, some of those opportunities and um, when when those uh, windows opened for her to apply, um, we applied and and she actually got accepted to um, I think seven programs, right? So seven programs, um, but she's only going to attend she she's only attending five of those programs. So we did compromise. Uh, most people think that you know I, I guess I was just torturing her. <laughs> To, she's nodding her did I torture you did I force you to go speak up <laughs> speak into the mic and so again this is Jordan uh, Milbauer um, Alyssa Jordan Milbauer say hello to uh, to everyone hello <laughs> yeah. so do you feel like I, I forced you or do you appreciate um, having those opportunities and be honest with people I was appreciative of being able to go to all of the camps but I just still sometimes at times I would get sad because I miss like my in-town friends and then when I came in town I would then have to then repack for like a whole other camp <laughs> but I was still appreciative of the experiences okay. so. so let's talk about a, um, a few of them right now and that's really what I want to introduce to everyone today um the first leadership program that you were accepted to was uh, or that you attended was Palmetto Girl State, right? Um, and again, parents, when I talk about attending multiple um, camps, I will tell you uh, one of the things that the parents asked me was that, how did you set this up? Um, how did you make sure that those camps, um, you know, the beginning and the ending um, of those camps really uh, aligned with one another? another and again we started preparing early I knew some of those camps like South Carolina Business Week when my oldest daughter attended um, years ago I knew it was a really great um, experience for not only my daughter but a number of students at my school um, that I send each year um, so again we just started applying first and so that's one of the tips I wanted to share uh, with you guys you can apply for these multiple summer opportunities and then as you are accepted um, to these opportunities then you know you have to figure out which ones will work um, which ones would, may overlap with another camp so you you know you have to decide or pick and choose um, which camp you plan to attend so um, 
a couple of those camps. I think one was um, at Purdue and the other was at um, Virginia Tech, but it it overlapped uh, with some of the camps that um, she was really interested in and I was also interested um, in her attending. So I think one of them actually conflicted with Girl State. Um, so we knew she... Um, wanted to or needed to attend um, Girls State. It's just a really great opportunity um, for students. I'm going to let her tell her a little bit more about that program. Um, but for parents and students across the state, um, across the country, Girls State and Boys State is offered in every um, state across the country. It is hosted by the American Legion. And again, we started doing our research early about this program. How do they um, interview the students? How are they accepted um, into the program? Um, which post is for which high school? Um, so again, do your research early. Start asking questions. You may have to um, contact or call someone from the American Legion. Um, but do it way before the um the invitation is actually open for students to um, apply. You know, is it announced at your school or do you have to attend a meeting or an interest meeting? So, again, um, do your due diligence and find out that information before then. But, Jordan, tell, tell us about your experience with Girl State. Girl State, for me, it was kind of basically fine how, you know, there's no boys there and everything, so it felt like you can connect with people easier and the whole week was basically just a mock government. Their purpose was to teach you about government. And we had a mock city, a mock county, and a mock state. The mock state was uh, the state of Palmetto. That's what it is for uh, Palmetto, South Carolina girls' state. And um, I got to be a one of the 80 House representatives for South Carolina, well, <laughs> Palmetto Girls State, because before I attended, I submitted a bill. And what I did for my bill was I used my paper from my dual enrollment criminal justice class. It was basically just a road safety bill. And then I had to um, present it in front of my city and my county. The counties in girls state were made up of two other cities and then your city that's how they divided it for my group mm -hmm. but then there were some that were just two so I then had to present it and I went up against other people of course and from each county they chose 10 girls to be house representatives and then only five to be senate so for my county I was chosen to be a representative okay. for it and mm -hmm. when Friday came, I think it was Friday, Friday or Saturday came, um, we went to the state house in Columbia, we got to march, and if you were a house of representative for the boys or girls, you got to be near the front, <laughs> and we got to sit at the top of the steps, then we came down to be represented, and we had to walk down all the steps in front of everybody, <laughs> and then after everybody left to go back to their designated college, the House of Representatives, House of Representatives and the Senates of Palmetto Girls State, we got to stay and actually sit in the seats and pretend to pass bills if you were in your um, designated house. So either the House of Senate, I mean, the House of Representatives Court or the Senate's Court. Okay. Uh, and I forgot to mention that, again, um, this first opportunity allowed them to spend 
a week on the campus of um, Presbyterian College. Presbyterian College. Um, so again, they were able to um, spend an entire week on a college campus. So as you can imagine, guys, as, as um, juniors, high school juniors, um, they could really um, see themselves um, if they were interested in college, you know, being responsible for waking up and going to breakfast and going to lunch um, and going to their designated meetings um, every day. So similar to what they may have to do, you know, in a regular school setting on a college campus. So um, being responsible for pretty much themselves um, for an entire week. So um, um, great program. It was definitely uh, well ran um, for the entire week. They communicated with um, parents and students um, throughout the week. So um, one of the other things that I wanted to share was that the president, right, of um, Presbyterian offered, I think it was close to 700 girls or 600 girls um, that were there at um, Palmetto Girls State he'd offered each one of those students $100,000 if they um, were accepted and planned to attend um, Presbyterian. So again, do your research um, for the cost of tuition room and board along with books for um, Presbyterian. Um, But we love the gesture um, and we thank the president um, for that particular um, gesture as well. So, um, you know, I love the, um, the experience, especially towards the end when we were able to um, pick them up, saw a difference um, in them. Um, a lot of them were emotional, um, you know, when they were leaving. So I know new friendships um, were made as well. And so that was my takeaway from it, um, as well as, you know, standing up in front of people and having to present her bill. And when she talked about using that same um what is it, paper um, that she used in her dual enrollment class, you know, talking about those essays, you guys, sometimes it's always great to save those essays because you never know when you can recycle um, that information that will benefit you for another program or for another scholarship um, as well. So that was Girl State. Um, I think we came back from Girl State and then she had to come back on a Saturday and then repack and then leave again that Sunday And the next camp, camp number two, was the Clemson Careers Workshop. So also um, for students and parents that are listening across the country, um, there were students represented from multiple states, correct, Jordan? Multiple states um, that attended Clemson Careers Workshop. So this was housed at um, Clemson University. Um, That was my first time um, attending Clemson or, or visiting Clemson. Um, to take her to um, that event. So again, they um, were able to stay in the the Greek the Greek quads um, for that week. And so I'll let her share a little bit about that experience. CCW so far, that's probably I have one more camp, but it's so far my favorite one because I felt like at CCW, everybody the first day and even over the week, like we were all just one big family especially like for the seniors of the group and even though it was 110 of us we were still able to meet the juniors of the group and stay in the same building as the juniors and my dorm with me and my roommate we were um like those quote-unquote like 
best seniors, I guess you could say, like the juniors, they would come to our room, the seniors would come to our room, and we were all like talking there about our day and everything. And the purpose of it is to try to get more people to just come to Clemson, basically, and just give them an idea of Clemson. And so we got to tour all seven of the colleges. So like Monday through Wednesday, it was two. Mm-hmm. And then Thursday, it was just one. And the final one was the College of Ag and Life Sciences and Forestry. Um, and I could see myself, that tour mainly, it gave me an insight of how Clemson is and just the day-to-day walking. Mm-hmm. With We had to go to mm-hmm. the dining hall and everything. And it gave me a real insight because I was anti-Clemson, but it was actually <laughs> being there and being there for a week and then going there for another camp, um, which will probably be talked about later. It gave me an insight of Clemson, and it's very high on my list now. So if I get accepted, um, I may look into it. I just have to first figure out which college I would see myself in. Okay. Um, and also talk about just participating in that opportunity Um the president also did what um, awarded you guys? Um, I don't know who rewarded it, but when you complete the program for your junior and your senior, so like you're a rising junior going to your junior year and then a senior going to your senior year, if you complete it for two summers, you get, I think it's $10,000 for the four years you attend Clemson if you decide to attend for four years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so again, um, you know, this is the second, second opportunity that I'm talking about that by spending a week or participating in a summer opportunity, parents and students, um, you could possibly get paid or get rewarded, um, for your participation. Um, so again, Girl State allowed those students to, um, receive $100,000 if they plan to attend Presbyterian and now Clemson Careers Workshop, by um, participating, um, they could potentially get $10,000. i am not sure if it's $10,000 um, over four years or it's $10,000 per year. Um, I'll have to look into that. But it also um, started a conversation because one day I opened an email and the dean of the ag department at Clemson reached out to me. I'm not sure how she got my email address. I don't know if Jordan gave it to her, but um, she wants to set up a Zoom call after she completes all of her camps um, to share um, a little bit more about their program, um, their diversity inclusion program at Clemson and some other opportunities um, that she can participate in if she decides to um, further pursue an area in. She doesn't like me to narrow down what she's interested in, but um, she's expressed an interest um, in ag, so either food science, environmental studies, um, animal science, somewhere in that area. Um, so again, um, we are trying to be proactive and start um, putting her in the right path of um, some of those interests um, as well. So when she finished with Clemson Careers Workshop, we had a little break. So, you know, if you follow us on social media, I try to... Um, share a little bit of um, my journey because I want other parents and students to um, see that it is possible. When I say full rides are possible, 
um, they are if you're willing to um, do that work. You got to put in that time and effort, right? Um, you got to get support. And, you know, support can be just as simple as, you know, attending a camp or um, like CCW or um, Palmetto Girls State where, you know, she can compare, you know, Presbyterian to Clemson to USC to South Carolina State um, to Georgia Tech, um, any of those schools that she may be interested in. This is now giving her an opportunity to see um, can she really survive or can she see herself um, staying there day to day. Um, so had a little break. And again, we shared our calendar um, for parents and students on social media. Make sure you follow us, um, not just like our page parents, but make sure you're following our page so you won't miss out on those daily um, posts um, that we share. Um, and so one of the things I shared was the calendar where we, you know, blacked out all the days between travel um, to these programs and when she needed to be picked up, when was her downtime, um, how could I also um, put those uh, scholarship boot camps in between, you know, her camps and then also, you know, dealing with my other two children and um, their opportunities as well. So, again, start planning, um, get your calendar um, and start putting that information um, on your calendar as well. So she returned home for a couple of weeks, you guys, because, you know, one of the posts that a parent made was, you know, when does she sleep? When does she have time to, you know, just be a, you know, a junior or a rising senior? Uh, when does she have time to work? And again, we shared that information, um, a copy of that calendar. Um, so she had two full weeks off, you guys, after camp number two. And she was able to work. She was able to um, just be a teenager and hang out with her, her friends as well, um, spend time with her family. Uh, and so we prepared for the next camp. And guess what, you guys? She had to go back to Clemson <laughs> again. So, uh, you know, when I'm looking at this and, and from where we live, um, you guys, that's a three-hour drive. Um, so... You know, we had to prepare um, for that journey as well. And so we went back to Clemson. So I'm a little bit more familiar now with the layout of the land. Um, and so this program, um, Clemson, um, the Clementa Pinckney, is the South Carolina 4-H Clementa Pinckney Leadership Program. Um, and this is actually Jordan's third summer um, in this program. And... I love the program. And so I'm not just saying that um, this is probably one of my favorite programs that I um, promote on social media just because of the um, the overall mission um, of the program. And they're building leaders and Miss um, Rashonda and her team, they do an excellent job from start to finish. They're very organized. Um, Clemson Careers was very organized. And so I think we were, they already set the bar. Um, both of these programs. And so this was Jordan's first in-person. Um, so, of course, when COVID hit, you guys, a lot of these camps went virtual. Um, and so, you know, I, I tried to encourage students even during that um, two-year span, you know, with COVID where um, a lot of these programs weren't allowing students to come in person. A lot of these programs were still offering virtual opportunities, you guys. Um, so when we talk about those success resumes in our boot camp and how to 
add to your resume, even though a lot of these programs were out, you could still attend or participate virtually and add that information, you guys, to your um, success resume. Even when we talk about Girl State and Boy State, they didn't stop. Um, They still continue with their virtual um, camp as well. My goddaughter was a participant um, virtually, so they didn't get that in-person experience. Um, with Girl State, but um, this allowed her to be a third year. So I think she was a real trooper. She was definitely more comfortable um, in the Clementa Pinckney um, workshop. And also because this is where, was her second opportunity to um, be at Clemson. So I'll let her share a little bit about her experience, just overall experience, not just the camp, but um, the Clementa Pinckney program. So for the 4-H program, it was basically a program that's dedicated to the late Senator Pinckney. He was a part of the Emmanuel Charleston 9, and he was also just a great symbol for leadership and somebody who, even though he had such a big title for South Carolina, he still gave back to his community and cared for his community. So the whole 4-H program, while I was there, Um, Even though we were all, you know, rising leaders, we still gave back to the community nearby. We went to this local youth center and we participated in a field day with them. So you got community service hours as well. Miss Rashonda, she brought all the equipment and they had some equipment there, too. And we just did like water games with them and racing games with the kids there. And then we danced with the kids and had a little talent show contest with the kids. Um, We also went white water rafting, which they offer. And that was (laughs) the Chattooga River that we went on. And it was fun. It was my first time. Were you scared? I wasn't scared. I was just, I didn't know what to expect. I was scared um, for her, everyone. <laughs> but I didn't express my my fears. Um, I kept that to myself. And then Friday or Saturday, one of the two, um, for the closing ceremony, I got to give um, just my token of the week. And I dedicated in the end my speech to the camp counselors, Ms. Rashonda, because the whole week wouldn't have been possible if they all weren't there. And I also mm-hmm. said that even though they're supposed to be counselors making sure, you know, everybody's up on time and everything, they were still acting like humans. They still <laughs> checked on us, made sure we were okay and everything. So, mm-hmm. um, And one of the things that I loved about that program, and I think the other program had that as well, um, I think all of the programs do, um, they have junior counselors. So were you able to talk to, and a lot of the junior counselors um, from my parents also that are listening, this is another opportunity for current college students um, to participate, give back, um, get those community service or those volunteer hours in. Um, They get to participate um, in a camp and mentor um, high school, middle and high school um, students as well. So did you ever have a conversation with any of your junior camp counselors or learn more about what they're doing? For 4-H, most of them were rising sophomores. I don't know if there was one that was older, but most of them were rising sophomores. They said to be a counselor, you had to be that. And there's also a different one. It's like one is junior counselor, but the other is a counselor, but I forgot the difference. And then for um, 
for CCW, I think all of their grade levels were different, but most of them, and most of them for emerging scholars and the other programs that Clemson offers, they were typically like rising sophomores, rising juniors. Okay. Um, and she mentioned um, another program like emerging scholars. Um, again, do your research there. When we went to Clemson, um, parents and students, there were multiple camps going on um, I was trying to use my phone and, and take a pic of you know some of the signs um, but there oh my goodness there were probably 10 or 12 camps going on from athletic camps your soccer camps your volleyball camps were going on um, but there were also um, leadership um, programs that were going on um, throughout the campus of Clemson and not only at Clemson but um, a number of the colleges and universities so you know a few parents have inboxed me you know do I know about any camps in California do I know about any camps in Georgia in Virginia you guys there you know I always tell people if there's a college campus around nine times out of ten there's a camp um, somewhere going on because one of the you know the things that they can do to market um, their um, their business which is coming to their college campus is by allowing those uh, middle and high school students to um, get that firsthand experience early and to um, stay on the campus it may be for a one-day camp or it could be as long as um, you know one week or even like ag discovery again that's another program for students who are interested in um, that ag field, there are a number of colleges and universities across the country that will allow you to stay for two weeks um, on their campus. So, again, if your child is interested um, in that ag, that, um, you know, um, the vet program, the pre-vet program, animal science, food science, um, any of those areas that fall under ag, um, ag discovery, do your research um, for those programs. That is a very a highly competitive um, program to get in um, for the summer. Um, and so, again, there's a, a lot of um, information um, that you need to share with them on an application um, I think it's probably about 10 or 12 um, pages. One of my students um, tried to apply for um, ag um, this year, and I actually think he got denied um, for that particular program as well. So, again, if you want to know more about the ag program, you know, Google it. You know, I, I said that the other day on social media, you know, when I share some of this information, and we are going to share the links Um um, where you can find this under the podcast. Um, but again, when I mention some of these things off the top of my head, um, listeners, uh, I always tell people you can just Google that information. So it's ag discovery. You just want to type that in on Google um, and find out a little bit more um, about that opportunity um, as well. So I thought Jordan was going to share a little bit more about her uh, whitewater rafting um, as she shared in her speech <laughs> the other day because she shared that she almost she actually almost fell out the boat um, and that scared me but um, the overall you know it it built you know she was already confident but it, I think it built it a little bit more because even the conversation coming home uh, was a little different um, and that was one of the things Miss uh, Rashonda shared that they're not going to be the same kids um, that you dropped off um, one week earlier and so we've um, definitely seen a difference um, and the whole experience is you're supposed to go back and um, no, now go back into your school and in your community and a lot of this um, all a lot of the activities um, and things that they learned during that week um, they're supposed to now implement um, 
of this in their school and in their community as well. So that was camp number three, uh, you guys. And as I said, we have five. Um, we just completed, or not we, she just completed camp number four. Um, this was uh, South Carolina Business Week. Um, and again, if you follow us on social media, not just like our page, um, we shared the very first day when that um, opportunity opened for students. And this was um, specific for our state. Um, and I did try to reach out to see if they allowed students in other states to apply and attend. And they did respond back and say, uh, said no, because it's such a um, popular and demanding program um, that uh, they try to limit it to um, the students in South Carolina. Um, and when the individuals, when they talked about um, the program, normally there are probably about 200 students that participate in that program. And so they had to cut it down because of uh, COVID numbers. Um, so it was very competitive this year. I think they only allowed 75 students, 70 to 75 students um, to participate um, in the program. Um, one of the reasons that I share the information on social media is because, of course, they offer scholarships um, for students. And so I think they gave three or four um, scholarships um, to um, students this year, really great um, um, students that won. Um, just love the the whole spirit of the students that actually won um, those particular scholarships. But I'll let her share her experience about camp number four. That was South Carolina Business Week. Um, it was actually housed um, on the campus of USC, the Columbia campus. Um, they had the opportunity to stay in the honors dorm. And I really did like um, that particular dorm um, parents and, and students that are listening. So if you haven't gone on a college tour uh, lately, then um, if you're interested in, in the dorm life um, as you're making your decisions on what schools to attend, please, you know, if that's part of your, your checklist, you know, what are the dorms like? Um, you definitely want to um, start going online for some of those virtual tours. Um, I do know they share a lot of videos on YouTube, but then also try to make those college visits. Um, you know, a lot of um, programs, a lot of colleges are now sharing their um, open house um, information now when you can sign up for those open house experiences. So, again, uh, do your research for um, those experiences as well. But I'll let her share a little bit about South Carolina Business Week. For SC Business Week, we were all divided into companies. So all about 75 of us were divided between four companies, and I was part of the first company, Company A. Um, it was about 20, 18 to 20 of us in mine, and the first day they basically debriefed and said by the end of the week we were going to be a, a mock business and someone will be a CEO. And I think by Tuesday or Wednesday, we voted on a CEO. And it was um, one of the friends that I made the first day. And he was a good CEO. And over the week, he really opened up to being more confident in himself. And I thought that was cool to see, like seeing that in somebody else. And so basically, we had 
were a mock business. So like how Girl State was a mock government, Business Week was a mock business. And you had to come up with all of the logistics, the math, the funding, operations and everything mm. for the food truck because everybody had to make a food truck and mine was called boozy smoothies um yes she said boozy smoothies and <laughs> they announced that it was called boozy smoothies because it was basically to promote safe drinking and everything so our food truck um it uh would would be if it was real, if it, it will be placed in Florida, it was like three locations in Florida we would travel to. Um, someone came up with the prices for that. And um, I was over, I was the director of operations. I didn't choose to be that. I was kind of voluntold, <laughs> but I still appreciated it though. And with me being over operations, I came up with, um, the ingredients for each smoothie so like the base fruits and I also got to come up with the names so the names that I chose were stuff like Michael Jackson Green Latifah it was names like that in order to try to attract younger audiences to you know quote-unquote come to our food truck but it was called boozy smoothies because we also had it would be like five dollars or something to add just a shot into your drink but it'll be for the older audiences of course but we still offer just regular base smoothies and everything and we also had food and then we had to present our food truck ideas i think it was thursday is when we presented mm -hmm. it and um we got second place mm -hmm. so we were told <laughs> but it was they said it was just very very close but um, I got compliments on my part of the speech and everything, and we had to speak in front of a panel of judges that were workshop presenters earlier in the week. Were you nervous? I was nervous, but I saw that the other people that went before me for my group were nervous, so I was like, if I want us to win or at least just be high in placing, and with me being the final speech, I had to bring it all together, so I just had to put it aside for okay. my group good job good job and again um as i listen um listeners um as i'm listening to her talk about um the things that she was doing with south carolina business business week one we're adding all of these um camps um in leadership opportunities to her resume again we um showed students um each um day for our scholarship boot camps how to create a winning um success resume um these are um tips that are also offered in our ultimate scholarship books. Um, we have um, three books that are available for students. Uh, we have two national books, um, you guys, that are available for um, middle and high school students, um, sixth, seventh, eighth, um, ninth through 12th grade students. So any student in any state, as long as they meet those eligibility requirements, can um, apply for those scholarships. And then we also have um, examples of our success resume in our um, college level book, our undergraduate and graduate school um, book. So graduate students, we didn't forget about you guys as well. Um, there are um, thousands of scholarships that are available um, for students who are currently in um, grad school or who plan to go to grad school. 
And then our South Carolina edition, um, we have um, four or five um, samples of those success resumes. Um, but more importantly, if you ever um, get the opportunity to sign up for one of our uh, scholarship boot camps, um, that is a four and a half hour uh, intensive and informative um, program where we break down uh, the scholarship process um, for students. So I think all but two, two or three of those workshops, you guys were sold out um, this summer. So we may need to look at adding a few um, to the fall schedule. But um, as I said, I work full time as a high school counselor. So I go back to school uh, in a week or two. So I'm going to cry about that because I really didn't get a vacation um, this year. But I love it. I love what I do. Um, and um, we are already planning for our scholarship and college fairs. Um, you can go ahead and save your date. But we are going to post those announcements in the next couple of weeks. Um, I think it's January uh, 28th and March 4th will be our virtual scholarship and college fairs. And um, we have finalized um, the date with the principal at Sumter High School for our in-person fair. Um, but we have to get our final clearance from the district office. But um, there's just some formalities with that. But um, the principal has already given us the green light um, for that particular event. It will be in January um, as well. And um, we are ready. We're excited. So we are going to try to add in a couple more boot camps um, for those uh, parents and students who were unable to attend this summer because hopefully you guys were participating in camps uh, just like uh, Jordan. Uh, we did say that there were five camps. Uh, that she's participating in. So again, we picked her up a couple of days ago and now she's got a little downtime. She went to work today. Um, we're doing this podcast today. Um, she went out with her friends yesterday and then she has a couple more days left and then she's going to camp number five. And guess what? We're back on the campus of USC again um, in the honors dorm. They are going to participate with uh, summer seniors. They get to spend four days um, on that campus um, again and, um, you know, further, you know, visualize themselves as uh, college students. And my students, some of my students just came back from the first one that was offered. So they had an amazing time. Um, you can see some of those um, clips and pics on our social media page. Um, again, do your research, parents, for those opportunities, those summer opportunities. We are about to start um, school again. But again, as you're planning your school year for your children and their academics, if it's their desire to um, go to college or to um, build their confidence and their leadership skills, start looking into those camps um, for uh, next summer or even during the school year. There are a number of conferences that are available during the school year. And we look forward to talking to you again for the next episode. Um, so hopefully um, the H&M will be back um, next time to talk to you guys. Um, so have a great day.